The peace of our Lord be with you. And also with you. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will do the works that I do, and in fact, will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. Those words from verse 12 of this morning's gospel lesson appear to have been set in motion back in verse 8 when Philip said to Jesus, Show us the Father and we will be satisfied. To which Jesus responded by saying, Philip, Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. One of the many times in the Gospel of John, when we hear the writer of the Gospel of John say that Jesus is the best look we have ever had at God. A pattern in John, which starts early, in John 1.18, which says, no one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who has made God known. And then continues with John 5, 19. Whatever the Father does, the Son does. John 10, 30. The Father and I are one. John 10, 38. The Father is in me, and I am in the Father. John 14, 6, no one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, 7, if you know me, you will know the Father. John 14, 10, I am in the Father and the Father is in me. This string of verses which run all the way through John, all of which say the same thing. None of them pointing to Jesus as the only glimpse of God the world has ever seen, but all of which do point to Jesus as the best glimpse of God we have ever seen. The Spirit of God most fully revealed, incarnated, embodied in the life of Jesus. And now it's your turn, says Jesus to Philip. After telling Philip that in Jesus, Philip has seen as much of God as he is going to see in this world, Jesus says to Philip, now it's your turn. Now it's your turn to embody the Spirit of God in the world. In fact, says Jesus, you will not only do the works I have done, you will do even greater works. Jesus gave the world its clearest and best look at God. And then it was Philip's turn. And now, it's our turn. 
And it's not as though Jesus has left us to give that glimpse and live that way on our own. In next Sunday's Gospel lesson, we will hear Jesus tell his first friends that when he goes away, the Holy Spirit will come to give them all the courage and clarity, strength and love they will need to embody the Spirit of God in the world. And the Spirit which came to them then comes to us now to help us live the kind of life we could never live apart from the Holy Spirit turning our lives into glimpses of God in the world. Ordinary people like all of us embodying the Spirit of God, doing the works that Jesus did, and according to that verse in this morning's Gospel lesson, doing even greater works than Jesus did Glimpses of God, all of us, in the world, which may be part of what Jesus had in mind when Jesus said at the close of today's gospel lesson, if in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. Jesus doesn't say that only once. He says it twice at the close of today's gospel lesson, once in John 14, 13, and then again in John 14, 14. But if you keep reading, Jesus says it again in John 15, 7, and in John 15, 16, and then again in John 16, 23, the exact same thing. Anything you ask in my name, I will give it to you. I will never again come across those words in the New Testament without remembering the conversation I had with a very good friend of mine 12 or 13 years ago. He had been dying for months and was now just maybe three days away from his death. We were sitting outside in the sunlight on a patio next to his pool house and as the end of his life neared, he said, you know all those verses in the Gospel of John where Jesus says, if you ask for anything in my name, I will give it to you? My friend said, when it says anything, that must not mean everything. Because a whole lot of people have been praying really hard in Jesus' name for me to get well. And that's not happening. He said, when those verses say anything you ask, the word anything must not mean everything. And then my friend said, but even if it doesn't mean everything, it does mean something. 
I wonder if the something those verses mean when they say that if in Jesus' name we ask for anything, it will be done. If the something is what we need to do the works of Jesus, it must not mean everything we want or even everything we are sure that we need because in my experience sometimes our lives change our prayers more than our prayers change our lives even when we're praying for really important and good and right things we truly need but not when what we pray for is what we need to do the works of Jesus. If that's what we're praying for, if what we're praying for is what we need to become more clear glimpses of God in the world, if that's what we're praying for, if that's what we're asking for more kindness, more gentleness, more tenderness, more passion to live as Jesus lived and act as Jesus acted and speak as Jesus spoke. If what we are praying for is more courage to stand up for the same people Jesus would stand up for if Jesus were here today by standing up against the same things Jesus would stand up against if Jesus were here today if that's what we're praying for if if we're praying for enough of the Holy Spirit to come into our lives so that we might become glimpses of God in this world, then yes, we will receive whatever we ask. It might not make our lives simpler. It may very well not make our lives safer. It may in some ways even make our lives harder. But if that's what we're praying for, more and more of the Holy Spirit so that we have more and more courage and more and more clarity while simultaneously becoming more and more gentle and tender and kind then yes absolutely anything we ask for we will receive If what we're praying for 
day after day after day is for our moral compass of truth to become so clear and our wingspan of welcome to become so wide that we actually do the works that Jesus did. And according to this morning's gospel lesson, even greater works, I do not understand that part. If that is what we're praying for, then yes. Anything we ask in Jesus' name we will receive. May not resolve all the complexities of our lives or deliver us from all the compulsions which cripple us. May not turn us into little Jesuses. But it might very well turn us into small glimpses of God who confirm and call forth that which is deepest and best in others. Just as others have been for us all along the way glimpses of God who have called forth and confirmed that which is deepest and best inside of us. We can become that.